Good morning. Victorian police are on the hunt for a dark Range Rover, which they believe caused a four-truck pile-up on Melbourne's Western Ring Road yesterday. It's understood the vehicle cut in front of a truck before slamming on its brakes in what's thought to be a road rage incident. The horror pile-up left one of the truck drivers in a critical condition fighting for life in hospital. Thousands of drivers were brought to a standstill. I've been on this for... It's coming up to three hours now. That's, well, I was talking with a boss and he had the navigator on, he was watching me, he said I'd move 25 metres in an hour. The impact saw some 400 litres of diesel spill onto the freeway. A Royal Commission has officially been announced to investigate the controversial robo-debt scheme. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Taylor. Hundreds of thousands of Australians were affected. They were, Jody. Good morning. And put through intense stress of being hounded over debts they didn't actually owe. Established in 2015, RoboDebt was a computerised automatic debt recovery system that identified overpayments of social security payments. But over a period of four years, it wrongly accused over 400,000 people of owing the government money. Delivering on an election promise, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese announcing a royal commission to investigate who was responsible for the automatic debt recovery scheme, the impact it had on its victims and the cost to taxpayers. Robo-debt was uh, a shameful chapter in the history of public administration in this country. It was a massive failure of policy and law. The Royal Commission will begin later this year with a final report being handed to the Governor-General early next year. And Taylor, rural and regional Australia is top of the agenda for the Prime Minister today. Yes, with disaster mitigation strategies and resilience all top of the agenda for Anthony Albanese. He is set to speak at the annual Bush Summit today with flood-ravaged communities will share in $75 million to improve levees, warning infrastructure and flood mitigation projects. Also on the agenda is approving, improving connectivity between regional towns by upgrading road, rail and communications infrastructure so that regional regional and rural Australia can be as connected as the big cities. Jody. OK, Taylor Aiken in Canberra, thank you. Police have released new pictures of a brutal attack that left a Sydney man in hospital. The 33-year-old was assaulted by a group of men in June while in Darlinghurst before the group fled the scene. He was taken to St Vincent's Hospital and treated for a concussion and a broken nose. The man believes he's been a victim of a gay hate assault. Investigators have released images of three men who may be able to assist with their inquiries. More than 31,000 Australians are off work every day as they struggle with the effects of long COVID. The Department of Treasury estimates three million working days have been lost to illness in the first half of this year, with long COVID accounting for 12% of COVID absences. It's further fuelled Australia's critical workforce shortage and is set to be on the agenda at next week's Jobs and Skills Summit. A leading South Australian greyhound trainer is facing a lifetime ban embroiled in live baiting accusations. One of the sport's most decorated trainers, Troy Murray, has had his licence immediately and indefinitely suspended. If convicted, he faces a maximum penalty of four years or a $50,000 fine. Four of his dogs have been scratched from races today. 
Hundreds of customers left in limbo after the collapse of Oracle are now seeking new builders to finish their homes. Debt collectors have started taking items from the company's Brisbane headquarters, including vehicles. Boss Tom Oral now risks losing his $5 million six-bedroom Gold Coast mansion, with at least one creditor having laid a legal claim. Customers are demanding apologies. I wanted to see Tom. Um, I came to have a quick look just to talk to someone. I want my keys for my house, uh, for one. Um, I want to be able to get into my property. That's now my responsibility. The company's debts total $14 million. A quick check of sport now and a week on from their humiliating 48-point loss to the Storm, the Broncos have received a further hammering going down to the Eels 53-6. Brisbane lost Adam Reynolds early, the playmaker failing in HIA. The heavy defeat leaving Brisbane's finals hopes in jeopardy. We just need to obviously fix our defence more than anything and our attitude hasn't been where it needs to be at this time of the year to compete against the good sides. Adding to the Broncos' woes, Thomas Flegler, Kobe Hetherington and Brenko Lee all failed to finish the game. Collingwood opened the AFLW season with an 18-point win over arch-rivals Carlton. Playing in her 50th AFLW match, Darcy Vessio made her presence felt. The Magpies led 26-12 at the main break before Jordan Allen kicked Collingwood further ahead. Jamie Lambert suffered a late injury scare, the Collingwood veteran remaining circumspect about the season's expectations. Just take it one week at a time and just continue to build throughout the season. Um, we obviously had a few outs this week and hopefully they'll come in throughout the next couple of weeks. Tonight the Crows take on the Demons. The Weather Bureau is warning of more rain to come for the country's southeast, paving the way for a soggy spring. An official La Nina weather warning has been upgraded from watch to alert, making the wet weather event three times more likely to return. That's been compounded by a negative Indian Ocean dipole, bringing more falls, especially over Victoria. More mortars around the country are being blamed. Checking today's forecast now, mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 22 degrees. Showers and 18 in Sydney. Partly cloudy, 16 in Canberra. A possible morning shower, 15 degrees in Melbourne. Partly cloudy, also heading for 15 in Hobart. Partly cloudy, 16 in Adelaide. Sunny and 21 degrees in Perth. And sunny and 33 in Darwin.